Welcome to today's podcast. My name is Rosario Nunez, and I am an accreditation consultant with Bayside Projects. And today we are going to be talking about the process of accreditation with the Council on Occupational Education, uh, most commonly called COE. Accreditation is a process of certification. It's not a requirement, it's an option. Institutions must be licensed by the home state um, in order to be able to qualify within other items to start an accreditation process. And COIS accreditation can be summarized in 11 steps. The first step is for the institution to submit a letter of intent. Once that letter of intent is submitted, the institution will attend a candidate workshop and prepare a candidate application. The candidate application, it's very simple and mostly requires the institution to provide information and submit copies uh, of documents to demonstrate the institution complies with the eligibility requirements. Once that application is submitted and COE reviews it and feels satisfied with it, they will schedule a candidate visit. That is usually a one day or one day and a half. And the purpose of that visit is to actually confirm, uh, the look at the institution's location and confirm that the institution actually complies with all those eligibility requirements. After the, the visit and upon the commission, you know, deciding that the institution complies with the initial requirements, then it will be included in a meeting agenda where the commission will grant the institution candidacy status. After that, the institution is required to attend workshops uh, and very much specific to the accreditation process. So the institution learns about what it means for the institution to prepare uh, the different elements, such as the self-study report, how to prepare exhibits, how to host a visit, uh, what are the annual reporting requirements, and so. Once the institution attends the, um, the workshops, um, that's the time when the institutions diligently start working in, with the personnel at the institution to make sure that um, all the elements required for the accreditation, to continue the accreditation process have been put together. Um, this is the time where institutions will go through a process of growth and um, aligning their operations with the accreditation standards. So many elements will be implemented between the institution attends the workshops and finally is able to complete preparing the self-study that is a narrative of how the institution complies with each standard and the exhibit that is um, an actual document that shows um, how each of the standards are really uh, met. 
Okay. Once the self-study and the exhibit are submitted to COWI, then um, the, the visits gonna be scheduled. There's a confirmation of the visit dates. Um, and the team leader that is gonna be assigned to the institution will come to confirm the institution is ready. That usually is a short visit, maybe a day, a day and a half, and institutions are expected to be ready. Like if the next day they will have the, the, the full visit. So after the team leader visit confirms that everything is in place, maybe the team leader is gonna have some suggestions on uh, some elements that would like to be um, revised or how some exhibits have been put together or any revisions to the self-evaluation report and uh, the team leader confirms everything is ready to go. Then uh, the actual accreditation visit will occur. An accreditation visit usually is three days. And uh, the number of um, mem team members varies depending on the number of programs the institution has and the number of campuses. So, and that, that visit is very uh, detailed. Uh, the team members will go over everything, every exhibit, uh, all the standards, checking that, speaking with, with staff, with students, confirming uh, placements, confirming graduations, licensure. After the visit is done, the institution will receive a team visit report. And this report will show um, how the school did during the visit, and it will show uh, the standards that um, were met and any any criteria criterion that it was not met that will qualify as uh, findings. Very important, the institution needs to um, address those findings, deficiencies uh, noted in the team visit report and submit a response, an official response by the provided deadline with a document that has to meet the specific format and with documentation to show proof, not plans, but proof that all those deficiencies have been addressed. So once the commission receives the response and they review the response and they consider that, um, all those deficiencies have been met, then at one of the commission meetings, the institution is granted initial accreditation. So this is the accreditation process in a nutshell, right? When sometimes institutions, when they address the deficiencies, not all the deficiencies uh, are per se cleared. So the institution might receive a letter uh, saying that they need further you know, documentation, to demonstrate uh, that additional, additional, um, you know, some of those deficiencies, um, how are they being addressed? So the process can be can can become a little longer, but all depends on the ability of the institution to comply with um, in the responses with the documentation for those deficiencies. Now that is the point of view of the process itself, looking at it from COE's point of view. Now, when you look at it 
from the school's point of view, let's say from your point of view, you are a licensed institution and you are operating as per licensing requirements. You keep the files as per the requirements and, and um, the files and the, and the qualifications for personnel, all your institution, all elements of your institution and the operation and the reporting are in compliance with the licensing state agency uh, that has approved you. Now, when you are moving from that to accreditation, the institution will go through four growing stages. Just to give you a visual and help you understand, uh, we, you know, I have been doing this for, for quite a while. So I think this is a good way to put it, to explain it so you understand the process. So your institution is going to have to adopt new uh, ways of doing things. It's going to adopt these new regulations and standards and procedures. So it's going to go from being in compliance with the licensing institution to being in compliance with the new accreditor. And once you are operating based on the accreditor, then uh, preparing the documentation and going through that certification process, then is something that you can qualify as to other. So how do institutions move from license to accreditation? The four stages will be the first one is you are gonna confirm your institution meets COE eligibility requirements. If there's one your institution is not meeting, then guess what? You need to make sure that you do. So maybe it's gonna take you a year, maybe it's gonna take you, uh, you know, whatever it takes, that's what you need to do to meet the eligibility requirements. Once you meet eligibility requirements, the second thing to be done during stage one is aligning your institution policies, procedures, how you manage the files with COE standards. You will review all the standards and make sure that the way you operate meets the expectations of code. Stage number two, it's all about three new elements that you will need to incorporate to your annual operation. They are meetings, advisory committee meetings by um, external members that as an accreditor code is gonna require. Um, those meetings have a specific agenda and uh, there are minutes that need to be taken and this very important element um, that institution need to consider. So that's for stage two, you have the meetings, surveys, the second element, surveys is a means of for the institution to receive feedback and, um, and be able to evaluate all sorts of elements of the institution, from the level of satisfaction from the students to um, the policies and procedures, right? The employee, employers' um, evaluation of the your graduates. So surveys will be completed by students, by graduates, by employers, by staff and employees, by advisory members and they have a key role um, in order to receive that evaluations, 
that evaluation is analyzed and shared with um, personnel, advisory members, faculty, right, noted in meetings, and then action items are, actions are taken as action items based on that, if anything needs to be revised or reviewed or changed. The third element within stage two is an annual program review. This is a key element also all accreditors uh, require. Probably you haven't done so because it was not a requirement by your state licensing agency. And the program review follows, again, a very specific list of um, elements, a criteria list that um, it will guide the evaluation of the programs. And the evaluate, program evaluations or reviews are done by the advisory committee members or so external members. And also there has to be a review done internally by faculty, properly documented, and then share, and then a specific follow-up of any items that require uh, to be implemented. So that's the stage two. Stage three, another new element that you will need to incorporate, and it has to do with institutional planning. For co-institutional planning, it goes under the name a strategic plan. Probably this is the first time you're gonna be creating your first strategic plan. And strategic plan includes uh, short-term goals and long-term goals. Short, you know, accreditation is one goal. Um, adding programs can be another goal. So those goals need to be included within the strategic plan. There are specific requirements COE has uh, that you will see within their explanation and standards, uh, the budget uh, that are assigned, the timelines, um, how do you measure them, what personnel is assigned to them, okay? And then there's a follow-up that needs to be done. So we recommend conducting quarterly meetings to follow up on those elements and those goals, short-term and long-term goals, and issuing a revised strategic plan and uh, documenting in minutes uh, what's the status of each of the milestones within each goal. And then those strategic plans need to be shared with staff, with uh, advisory committee members, so there we have the three, uh, the three stages and the three big um, milestones. Why, why, when you complete the third one, that's the point where institution has begun operating in compliance with COVID standards. When you have um, meet the eligibility, align your procedures, conducting meeting service and program reviews, and also implementing your strategic plan, your institutional planning and assessment and, and follow-up. So now that you are already aligned and walking the walk, right? We finally come to stage four. And stage four is all about preparing for the accreditation certification. So it means understanding the co-accreditation process and preparing applications, preparing for the visit, preparing the exhibits, and preparing the self-study. We invite you to visit our COE accreditation page on our website, 
we have included a um, link to that page on the description included with this podcast. And there you will have um, additional information about each one of the stages, um, you know, uh, references, tips, and something we consider is very helpful. We have included free reference guide that you can download, for example, to assess the eligibility uh, of your institution and you can check what it's already in compliance with eligibility, which one you are not, which one is in progress, you can print them. Um, we give you guidelines, um, ideas, what are the policies, you, your policy and procedure manual should have, and what are the documents a graduate file should have in the order or employee file or student file. So we give you a lot of tips um, to help you get started about uh, what are the meetings you should run and the surveys and um, how to prepare the strategic plan and self-study exhibits and sample operations annual calendar that I think is key to all schools because remember, this is not a one-time thing. This is something you're gonna be running annually. It's about achieving accreditation and maintaining accreditation. So you gotta think it um, in the long run, make sure that it's practical, making sure that every um, important um, element that needs to be happening at your school quarterly or annually, you have assigned it to a certain month or week in the year. And that will give you peace of mind to know that um, it will get done on a yearly basis, it will get done. Finally, we have included um, readiness self-assessment um, as one of the free reference guides. It's a very um, detailed, has many items. It will help you see it on a, from a higher perspective, um, all the elements that play a role. So um, I strongly recommend you to take advantage of this free guide to help you, you know, keep an eye and not let it anything that maybe you're not thinking about um, and being unprepared. Now, to close in this podcast, um, I would like to leave you with this one thought that is about organized effort. Um, I'm sure you probably have had to work a lot and devote a lot of effort um, along the years to get your institution license and to keep it afloat and you know get all the different departments going. But let me tell you, nothing compares with what you are about to uh, embark on that is accreditation. It will take you three levels up and, um, and you gotta grow really fast. Um, and uh, so you wanna make sure that everything you're doing at this point, it's something that is staying with you in your organization for good. So you are upgrading the normal, the normal what it is for run your licensed institution with your new normal. You're growing to a new normal and everything you're doing, ask yourself, is this practical? Will the admissions personnel know what they need to do? Uh, what is the training you're giving? It is something that you keep on doing and um, 
is it cost effective? And is something that you have set it up in a way that you know uh, all personnel are aware, all personnel understand, and um, everything that is required for accreditation, it is now incorporated in the daily life of the school. So you know these things are gonna be happening in the long run. So I hope this uh, presentation, this forecast has been helpful to you. As I mentioned, go to our website for additional resources, the guides, and attend the workshops, be a good student uh, of COE, uh, do your homework. And if you happen to need additional assistance, we will be happy to uh, be your consultant and um, give you a hand with any of the items required to get your school aligned and operating as per COE standard. And see you next time.